0: Welcome to the Digging Dexter Podcast with Victor.
1: Victor! And uh, Colton Duffy.
0: Hey, this is Colton. And this is Victor. And there's probably a lot of fuck, more fucked up podcasts out there. And I sure as hell wouldn't want to listen to them. We are here. <laughs> we are back with Season 2, Episode 7 of Dexter. Sunshine and Frosty Swirl. Um, I totally didn't realize time is flying by so quick right now that I didn't even realize we didn't do our usual two episode a week thing. Mm -hmm. Um, so we'll have to like somehow catch up on that because whatever our time schedule, uh, sunshine and first frosty swirl. A couple things I want to get into before we get into the actual episode. There was some Dexter news that I had one piece of news that I just saw a little blurb on. And then I read and I was like, holy shit, there's a lot more news. So for the season, I'm, let's just call it season nine because we just get tripped up on
1: That's reboot, what it is. I mean, that's limited what it is. Series. Yeah, it's, it's season
0: nine. nine. Mini, mini season nine. So the first blurb I saw was that Dexter show was eyeing John Cusack for season nine. Holy so shit. I was like, but that's all I saw. And I literally put in my notes, John Cusack season nine, question mark. And I was like, hey, we could talk about that for a little bit. Then I Googled, I Googled a little more, and there's actually a character synopsis that came out for season nine. So I'm going to read it, and this is the role that apparently, um, holy shit, someone passed on it already. What the fuck's his name? Tim Robbins? Tim Robbins apparently already passed on this role, and this is probably what the role for John Cusack is. I'll just read it to you. Big names. Yeah, yeah. Uh, but I also feel like they're right in that John Lithgow realm. Like they're oh, fair just enough. in fair there. Enough. You know <laughs> what I mean? Fair um, enough. So this, I'm going to read this off. And I again, if the website is not credible, it's, just, it's out there. And I, I don't even know the exact website I got it from. But this is a lot of shit here if this is fake news. Um, so let me read exactly what it is. Michael C. Hall will reprise his role of Dexter for the series. And going up against him will be a new character a, quote, 50-year-old man named Kurt, quote. The outlet describes Kurt as having a season-long arc for the 10-episode limited series, revealing him to be a trucker from the northeastern part of America that owns a local truck shop in town and has, quote, established himself as a beloved leader in the community. He harbors a secret through in which his son Matthew uh says has so apparently matt i'm sorry this is it's it's this may be fake because it has a lot of grammatical errors uh, apparently his son matthew has created many messes which require his father to use his wealth to clean up so apparently this the son fucks up mm-hmm. a lot the rich dad fixes it we could only assume messes is as code for murder and victims um let me read you something else here oh god Sorry, this, this segment is called Victor Reedin. Um <laughs> That This handsome, apparently about the character Kurt, the 50-year-old who's presumably going to be John Cusack, okay. the handsome, commanding man, a true man of the people, quote, pulled himself up by the bootstraps and realized the American dream. His son Matthew has created many messes over the years, messes that are cleaned up by Kurt. With wealth he has amassed throughout his lifetime. Okay. That, that apparently is the role that Tim Robbins has passed up. And what is apparently going to be offered to John Cusack. If this is all fake, then fucking you could just tell me. Shut up, cunt. (laughs) Otherwise, um, that's just stuff that's out there. It's in the realm for season nine. We're going to finish the podcast and sometime, you know, April, March, May, there's going to be trailers and people actually signed up because they start shooting this shit. Oh, there's going to be
1: um, like, like drones are going to have taken photos of stuff i mean the, yeah. paparazzi nowadays is a whole new beast so i mean
0: yeah um so that's just stuff that i figure was interesting to note that i mean we're not a news podcast but we're all luckily the people who do listen to us they're listening you know they're watching with us and yeah obviously interested in the new uh um whatever the fuck the new series um my last other thing i wanted to get into was i saw something on reddit And it was the amount of times Deb has said fuck in a season. (laughs) I am assuming this is um, all iterations of the word fuck. So when she says, stop fucking with my fucking investigation, you fucking fuck. I'm I'm assuming that's all counted. Not just fuck by itself. Okay. Yeah. Fuck the fuck. Um, So just this is probably a terrible game to play. Off the top of your head, what season do you think she says fuck the most?
1: Um, honestly, I'm probably going to say season three. I don't know why. I'm just going with season three.
0: Okay. Um. Season three, she says a hundred and not just fuck 109 times. Oh, there's no way that's the highest then. <laughs> the lowest she says it is season one at 53. Okay. The second highest time she says it is season eight at 198. Okay. So the highest season total terms times she says the word fuck or some iteration of it is season seven at 212 times wow now when i looked at this my first thought was like okay i i put my hand over the screen and i said what season does she say it most and the only reason why i said season seven is because this is the season that involves her the most like this is deb heavy season and she just found out her fucking brother's a serial killer so that's why i went there um fair enough season season 1 being the least kind of surprised me at 53 but
1: i thought yeah i really thought that they went cuz i thought in season 1 i got annoyed with how much they were trying to make her like like say fuck like like i was like okay we get it like like this is who she is yeah, but yeah. Ap- apparently it was not that much so
0: i <laughs> didn't yeah uh, let me try and give credit to the proper, at least this person, this person posted it. I don't know if this person uh, was on Reddit, uh, username Rynell22, whether they reposted or did it themselves. So be it. Sunshine and Frosty Swirl. I don't do this every episode, but I'm just asking you flippantly, black and white, was this a good episode to you? Yeah. yeah Yeah. same Mm -hmm. i actually really enjoyed this episode really like Um, this episode yeah yeah uh and i think we've been talking like i said a lot last season and and starting now this season like i think this this season got it's just really good and at at some point i'm gonna bring up as i bring up every fucking time there's a huge shift in tone and like tone like visually it's fucking darker there is so much blue in this episode it's like (laughs) they just added that blue you know how breaking bad the joke is they add the yellow filter and it's like yeah america add the yellow filter mexico um <laughs> i feel like they did that with this season that the music's different the the sh- i'm pretty sure the next two episodes it feels like los angeles noir like there's just that glow about that we'll, we'll, we'll yeah. get there um one more thing and i i know i know you probably want to say something mm? Keep in mind as we go along with the episodes, what I said in the beginning of the season that they said that this season was the theme was the consequence of love, mm-hmm. the consequences of love. And I think you're already starting to see it with almost every character. Mm-hmm. Um, the guy who was in love with Kaja, I forget mm-hmm. his name, but what happens to him this episode? We find yeah. out later with Quinn and Isaac, which we don't know yet, but it will come up Um.
1: Mm-hmm.
0: But I'm sorry, I cut you off probably like 17 times. So please,
1: no, 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 it's okay. I, I was just the main thing I was going to mention was um w- when I was doing my notes on this episode because you had told me to kind of like pay attention to the tone of it, especially with the visual, with the actual darkness, like um how it's just it's just it's visually a darker season, and I hadn't you know like I, said, I don't remember anything from this like season. Like I remember tiny little bits and pieces. Some of it's kind of finally starting to come back to me, but I don't remember much. Um, but one of the things I noticed in this um, this episode in particular, like I said, like last episode, the way it ends where I'm sitting there thinking in my head, like, oh, he's dreaming this. De- De- Deb doesn't really find out he's the Bay Harbor butcher. Like, there's no way. Well, this episode obviously proves that wrong, right? Um, but the starting of the whole episode is one of the scariest versions of Dexter that Deb has, I think, seen. And... And not only is it her, like, throwing up because she's, you know, so upset about it and stuff like that, but when she's looking at Dexter and she's realizing, my God, like, you're the fucking Bay Harbor Butcher, the shadows that's on his face, he literally looks like an evil demon. Like, he looks like this, like like Evil Incarnate, if you want to say that, just because the shadows, the light, there's like little bits of red and stuff like that even. And that's not including when we get into it because I actually have some stuff to say on it with like the spaghetti scene and stuff like that. But there's just, there's dark backgrounds. There's dark shadows. They play with light, I feel like, a lot in this season. I mean, there's also real brightness. I mean, eating ice cream on a sunny day and stuff like that, it's the brightest you can remotely get, right? But... There's definitely a lot more darkness to this uh, season, which i I really do like. It's a lot more artistic. It's a lot more it feels like their budget maybe was increased or something or they finally kind of got the hang of what it was they were trying to do. Um, but I really I, I've really started to enjoy that part of the uh, of this of the show.
0: Uh, just bringing this here so I could realize, um, yeah, l- let's get into it because you said a lot of things. You kind of overarched the episode, yeah, but I did, I did. I, I, no, no, that's fine. That's fine. Cause I agree with almost everything you said this far. Um, there, there's so much, there's like so many things I, I want to agree with you on. Um, so let's start from the beginning of this episode. It picks up exactly where last episode left off and Dexter just literally said, I'm a serial killer. Went out. Yeah. Um, yeah. So something that this is the first time that's happened in six seasons is they went back to Miami for this shot. Um, oh, really? And that's, that's sort of important because like, the, you know, you just think this whole show is, is Miami, but it's not at all. This shot. And it, it, I'm bringing this up for a reason that we'll talk about later. Yeah. They went back to Miami and they shot that all. I think by the time they go outside, Mm-hmm. Um, when they're outside talking, I think that's not Miami anymore. That's not Bay Harbor drive where Dexter's apartment is, which you could find on Google maps. Go ahead and just do some Google search. You'll, you'll find yeah. it. Um, but yeah, they went back to Miami and it's like a thing when, when they're shooting something news breaks. Um, so th- I just wanted to bring up that went to Miami for the shop, something that you said, and it's literally my next note, Deb throwing up is pretty real and it's it's something that, thank God, they didn't make Deb dumb. Mm-hmm. like one of the first things, like us, the audience is always thinking in the back of our heads, and it's like the one of the first thing that Deb says is like, "You're the fucking Bay Harbor butcher," and it's like, "Yes, yeah, finally six seasons of De- of everyone around Dexter not being dumb." Like yes, and Deb, and she'll say it, and, and we'll get to it while Deb is in all of Miami Metro are pretty terrible detectives. Deb is smart. And it's like the first yeah. thing she thinks of. It's like, oh my God, you're the, you're the fucking serial killer. It's a huge leap to make, but I bet you just her mind is racing. And that's just like, as dumb as this shit is, that's as real as you can make it. You know? Yeah.
1: Well, because she, she could have, they could have gone with this any other way. Been like, uh, he could have been like, oh, well those were dope slides and I was wanting to imitate them or something. And Travis with my first, I mean, they could have gone with a horrible different way, but the fact that they went with this and they just made Deb immediately, like without even question, like immediately, like you're the Bay Harbor butcher that I loved it. Like it was so good to see that. And, and not only that, but him even just kind of like, you know what? Yeah. I am like he's kind. Of, I, you could tell he's tired of they made him like he's he's he, he's willing to get arrested. He's willing to end it, I guess, in a way um, or take that gamble, I guess, is more what it is.
0: Even the way like you have Deb, who's a very rational person. She's a little jaded right now because she's apparently in love with Dexter, but they're not they're not using that right now. Um, But even when like Dexter is talking and like deb says like how are you making yourself the victim here you're the fucking person you're the one killing these people they're the victims not you but it's funny because you get two two sides of it because dexter's like i only kill people who fall through their cracks and it's like well yeah deb i know i'm fucking looking at like deb's like you know i'm (laughs) looking at one it's just it's such it's such interesting shit that they had such such a long time we were talking with Zach on uh, on on our, on our uh, uh twitter and zach's like they fucking wasted all of season six just to get to a point that they had in season five At mm-hmm. the end, there's lumen dexter dead jordan chase deb behind this wall whatever and they wasted all of season six to do this um whatever we're glad we're here yeah. all of- so dexter's trying to tell deb like hey i only kill the good people like victims and and you know all of the, I I don't know if you caught caught on this. Um, all of the Dexter kills that he brings up to Deb, like of all the people he's killed, mm-hmm. they're all season one kills. Yeah, the first person he brings up is the choir director. That's the opening scene, probably the scene. pilot, probably his most uh, popular one. Um, the married couple who smuggled refugees. Mm-hmm. That was uh, Love American style from season one, and then the psychiatrist. Ah, oh, God, I I forgot his name. Not Scott Wolf. That's the guy from uh, Law and Order, <laughs> Dick Wolf. <laughs> Um, I don't remember Meridian. Meridian. It was something Meridian. Um, I know we're gonna get corrected there somehow, but yes. Um, I, I wanted to bring this up, and I, I, for whatever reason, I think this episode was so good that I almost lacked in doing our usual sticks and whatever. But this was my killer cut of the week, and it's just because it's like it's kind of exactly what we all. Think let me play the music here. The killer, the, killer, the killer cut of the week cut of the week. And it's just something that we always we always kind of talk about and it's kind of like you're saying like they break it they're breaking the fourth wall. Uh I am the worst fucking detective in the world. <laughs> My own brother, how could I not see what you were doing? And it's such a great point. Like, yeah, <laughs> they're all, they're all, they all played stupid. They all gave them, you know, ridiculous whatever uh, for for four seasons, five seasons. Um, when, so when you're talking about lighting, mm-hmm. they do. Dexter slash Michael C Hall has this great way of being completely unassuming, like relaxed, but you know that monster is sitting right there behind him because yes he's like sitting on the chair and deb's standing and he's like he walk, he just stands up and he's so calm and he just says to her like well what are you gonna do about it and it's like oh shit and he's kind of like taunting her it's kind of like he, this sounds really weird he it, i don't know how he does it he's
1: He's able to look so calm and relaxed, yet insanely stiff and on edge at the exact yeah. same time. I don't know, I don't know how he does it, but that's what it is. It's it's both relaxing looking, yet like this guy is gonna snap a neck. Like that's exactly what's yeah. gonna happen.
0: Yeah, literally looks like he can very calmly calmly walk you through how to fix your internet, or disembowel you like <laughs> there's 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 no in between like he could do either or I remember watching this in 2012 when Deb punches him in the face that was like for me and even again rewatching it that was like whoa like it's just yeah. like a it's just a visceral reaction like Deb obviously can't overpower him but she could get one punch in <laughs> like you yeah. know at the least at the least and you know Dexter is not expecting it you know um, no I just love Dexter's arrogance. Like, well, what are you going to do about any of this? And bam, punch in the face. <laughs> um, There's something I wanted to talk about, and I was doing a little bit more research on it. I mentioned this to you. Uh, Deb and Dexter sort of talk outside of this marina that is staged to look like it's outside of Miami Metro. Right. Uh, they talk... Uh, they talking in front of this <laughs> What I'm happened?
1: Sorry. No, no, no! It's just like there is no way that I, I, every time I see Miami Metro, though it's on the water, like on this marina I'm like, "There's no way there's a police department on a marina, like
0: on with the, the water."
1: Yeah. yeah, sorry, sorry. I'm I'm not trying to nitpick. I just laughed because you brought it up, like the stage yeah. to look like. Sorry,
0: yeah, sorry. Um, no, no, <laughs> but it, it, it's it's a good point because I remember watching this scene and just just you could say yes or no is there anything that hugely sticks out to you in this you know what scene i'm talking about they're outside they're talking mm-hmm. to marina yeah like when you were saying they're playing with colors it is bright as fucking blue out there
1: well yeah because she's got like i I even noticed something. she has her sunglasses on um it's super i mean that's the main thing i noticed is she i don't know it's just it's it's bright and relaxing it, to me it does it feels like you're in like florida that's what i think of you know but that's the only thing i mean i can really get from it
0: um, so this may be something that's like so embedded in you that when I say it, you're gonna be like, "Oh yeah." This is this scene. There's a little bit more backstory that I'm gonna get to, but I couldn't believe how much of a ginger Michael C. Hall is in this. Oh, scene. I he actually did crazy. notice that. Oh. Yeah, yeah, that's what I mean. It's, it was probably it's just so layered in you. I remember watching this, and I remember like talking with friends, being like, "I didn't know Michael C. Hall was that red, <laughs> that ginger."
1: I thought, okay, no, because I actually was going to ask about that. I thought he isn't a redhead naturally, that they made him a redhead for Dexter. That's not what it is. He's naturally a redhead.
0: I don't know if he's ever changed his hair. Like, I don't think he's ever dyed his hair. I think the only thing that has happened to his hair on the show is.
1: We uh, had the wig at one point. I know that. We had the wig
0: for season five because the other thing. So. To your point, if you look up pictures of Michael C. Hall in public, he certainly doesn't look as red as he looks here. Now, also, I mean, there's that show, um, the 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 Netflix show, Safe. Did you remember it was like a ten episode? Yeah, I never I, like this. Like, yeah, yeah, I never uh, watched it. Unfortunately, all of, that to, all of that to say is he was never that red, and you could just Google him. And he doesn't have. I mean, all the the shots for Dexter, the promo shots, all you know his his picture on the front of the DVD cover. He's not this ginger, right? So the reason why I bring this up is because I wonder. There's there's some debate. This is hardcore Dexter stuff that I don't even know if some people know about this. Okay, so the scene the scene where this is shot, there's the Miami Herald building in the back. Mm-hmm. It okay. doesn't quite add up to where that shot is being shot. The cause the, the Marina where they shoot it at the Marina Metro in, my, my Marina Metro Miami Metro in the background is CGI. There's an apartment building there um, and it's CGI to look like Miami Metro. OK, but where they're standing, some of the shots don't exactly add up. And I was texting you like, hey, try to figure out if this episode is green screened or not. This, this scene. Because Michael C. Hall has a weird color complexion on him. He's never that ginger. When the series ends and Michael C. Hall has that huge beard, there is Mm -hmm. ginger there, but it's not this ginger. So there's something off here.
1: Yeah, but I thought that that beard was fake. I thought his beard was fake.
0: I thought it was real, but uh, someone will have to let us know because I always thought it was real. Oh, see, I always thought it was fake. Yeah, well, um, I guess someone can, because they just re- recently they released a shot of Michael C. Hall uh, filming that final scene, um, like behind the scenes, which you never see about Dexter. Excuse me. <laughs> I have COVID, sorry. Um, on There's this episode where they... they, they <laughs> every episode, there's a, a website out there that's called uh, Dexter Filming Locations and they have every single location of this show down to a T. Uh-huh. So this this shot, when you go there, they're able to locate the marina that they they shot at. I'm going to read this because this is where this is why there's just like some mystery behind it. And I'm probably spending way too much time on it. Okay, <laughs> this guy says um, he's able to pinpoint the marina, but then he also adds, "My first hunch was that they may have green screened it by shooting footage of Dex and Deb walking on some local dock and then inserted the Miami scenery behind them." But when I take a close look at the Miami pier, it didn't look like any local pier I know. He's referring to out in Long Beach where the rest of the show is shot. Right. The pier where they're walking in the scene definitely matched the real pier in Miami. So the only real question was whether they had recreated the Miami pier back at the studio or if Michael and Jennifer actually went to Miami for the shoot. This guy reached out to the show and he said that the actors were indeed in Miami, that they didn't say they shot there. Okay. So this guy says, I must admit, I am still a bit suspicious. The background in the close up shots, close up shots seem to rotate while the actors remain still. And the one distant walking shot is very brief. Also, there was no news at the time of Michael C. Hall, a Jennifer Carpenter in Miami for that shot. So all of that to spend way too much time on. There's something up with this scene. (laughs) That's all.
1: Well, no, because like I said, you saying that I do, I did actually notice his red hair, but I really thought that Dexter's character, is that not in the books that he has like red hair or something? I I always assumed that that's what it was because I always thought Michael C. Hall naturally was like a brunette, like a brown, a brown hair. I didn't think he was naturally red because six feet under, he never looks like he has brown hair or red hair ever. Now, to be fair, he—I don't—I cannot think of a time in Six Feet Under that he had a beard. I mean, he had like sc- like uh, stubble and stuff like that before, like when he was like you know tripping on drugs and all that stuff. But um, I don't ever remember him being redhead other than pale. Like that's the only yeah. quote unquote, and I'm I'm using quotes on this like like kind of ginger trait is he was extremely pale in that show. But
0: um, yeah. <laughs> He's not he's not meant to be redheaded because he looks his hair looks entirely different than it does. I think season four is pretty sunny. There's a lot of outside shots and he's never this red. I feel like season one, they made him
1: really redheaded for some reason. I feel like season one they did. Maybe I'm just
0: he has has what I have in terms of my stubble is very ginger. My sideburns are very ginger. Okay. but when I grow out my beard, you could see a lot of like gold and red hair. Anyways, the whole point of this was that if you match up the questionable shot and that this is possibly a green screen, they may have altered the color of his hair. So okay. people go watch that scene and report back if you think we are, if I am, because Colton's <laughs> definitely not in this, um, talking out of my ass. So if, if you're there with he me, is. that there's something slightly and, and he is. Yes. <laughs> slightly something off about that um so that whole scene to get actually back into the episode deb comes up with this idea to basically monitor dexter like a child Mm -hmm. um i don't know if you ever had an addiction like i i hate saying it because it's so strong but addiction like smoking but Mm -hmm. i feel like this plan is going to make it like so much worse in terms of like if you fucking encapsulate it and don't give it a way out it's just going to explode into like smoking a whole pack of cigarettes afterwards um this is where i wish we we were doing this live because we you know we do know what happens next but this idea to fucking just yeah capture it
1: well it's one of those things so like i mean with my old job you know like i worked and i worked with a lot of addicts and things like that so i worked with um everything from like everything from aa to different like inpatient rehab to outpatient rehab to um sex offender treatment things like that like i mean all kinds of and, I, and i'm not trying to say sex offender treatment is the same thing as you have an alcohol problem right but any there's all kinds of different types of what as the show says like a serial killer is kind of like an addiction right and one of the things that you when I was watching this, I'm kind of like, this doesn't work. Like you have like detox facilities. Like if you've ever watched, uh, what was that show called? Um, intervention, right. Where you would watch like that show intervention where they go off to like a 30 day inpatient, you know, they're locked off from everything. Yeah. Like that 30 days is really good because they clean it out of their system, but go and put them right back into their normal environment. And they end up doing a Kurt Cobain and overdosing. Like that's, (laughs) that's what happens. Like you can't, that's not how you cure an addict you don't just cut them off completely like it doesn't work that way
0: and dexter and harry sort of have this like you know if i thought this would have worked i would have done it <laughs> like yeah, it's not yeah. working um do you did you watch did you watch those like 30 day shows of where they try to whatever? like intervention yeah
1: yeah so <laughs> funny story on that <laughs> um me and a friend of mine—I'm not going to say her name on this. Um, we were in college. Uh, she was my roommate for a little while, really good friend of mine still to this day. We used to get hammered drunk every Thursday while watching Intervention, and we thought it was the best thing ever. We would sit there and we would be like, "Dude, it's Thursday, it's Intervention night. We're going to get a thirty pack of keystones,
0: oh and my we're going to order pizza,
1: and we would sit there and get wasted." Watching Intervention the entire time, like this is not a visual medium, but like Victor can see me. I'd be like going like this, be like, man, I'm not that bad. This is awesome.
0: <laughs> Pass me another oh, one. Yeah. Oh, my God.
1: Obviously, that brings up other other issues later on in life, but. <laughs>
0: <laughs> so that, that that's actually a funny story because I, I I was just asking you if you watch that show, and then I was just going to tell you what I watch. I watch internet pornography. <laughs>
1: Oh, it was college we did that too but
0: <laughs> um and to your point about the way they use colors and tones in this episode you know the first time that they are eating dinner together mm-hmm. they make that sauce and that spaghetti that's not like real bl- it's not it ha- there has to be added food coloring there because that is so red What's- and it's, it's meant to because then and then they're even showing. it they're showing close-ups of dexter eating the spaghetti and it's so and they're talking about blood you know so they' yeah. it's meant to like whatever and even deb calls out like are you seeing are you seeing blood right now because the spaghetti like it's just so but thankfully they're doing that and they're not doing stupid shit just like yeah. anything they've ever done it's such a shift that i very much welcome no, I really do. I just I just remember watching. It, it was like, they had to have just
1: like dyed those noodles red. Like, that's the only because no pasta sauce six to noodles like like that. <laughs> yeah, but yeah, yeah, but yeah, no, but I but I get what they're bit. doing and I appreciate it. I'm not nitpicking it. I am not nitpicking it. Like, yeah, yeah, I appreciate no, it. Wait, I really yeah. like it.
0: Yeah. Um, and, and something I wanted to bring up here because we, we kind of we skated over it in the beginning. Dexter's talking about and they'll address this later in the season. He brings up his like dark passenger mm-hmm. and At the end of this dinner, it hit me that like the whole Dark Passenger and Dexter being this type of serial killer as a premise for a show that's supposed to be a somewhat reality. It's all fucking stupid. The premise of the show is stupid in terms of you have the serial killer and no one knows he's a serial killer, but he only kills the bad guys. He never kills anyone else. Mm -hmm. But why I'm able and why I think we both really enjoy so far this season what, what something I want to give credit to is the acting like that scene. They're talking about something that's so fucking stupid, but they fucking sell it so good. Mm-hmm. Like I'm totally, I'm, I'm totally engaged with, uh, buying this as real despite it's not Yeah. like, I, like I, I feel like, uh, um, there was something you said earlier when we were talking about the episode before the episode, um, Oh, you're talking about like maybe they got better budget or maybe whatever. Yeah. I feel like they're doing the best with what they have. Like, all right, we have six seasons of this. How can we make this better? I don't know what happens where season eight, they take this and they just flush it all down the drain. But (laughs) thus far this season, I like how real they're playing it. Like, Mm -hmm. you know, you probably wouldn't turn in your brother that quickly to the police. You'd probably be like, what the fuck am I doing? How can I turn in my like, you know, all, all this. Um, They haven't even addressed Harrison yet, which is a little weird. Um, I oh, didn't even think fa- about
1: that. Yeah, he is.
0: a fa- He is a father. Like if he's a single dude, who the fuck cares what you're doing in life? But he is a father. So but regardless, that's that's just like me bringing up like a, a little question mark versus I, I'm really enjoying the acting and everything Um, to get to the addiction part that we were talking about before Mm -hmm. Um, season season two dabbled in this a little bit. Um, I want to sort of set up what I'm talking about here. Okay. Quinn and Batista connect Victor from the last episode who Dexter killed last episode to the shooting of Mike and this Kaja girl. And at the same time, Dexter, you know, he finds this hand and he has no idea why this hand's there. He somehow connects it to Lewis. He wants to get to Lewis's house. Dex uh this whole episode there's a dig that we'll talk about in a little bit Wayne Randall and Deb six uh Masuka in there Dexter sort of finagles like a way to get Masuka off of it and Dexter to do it right and there's just a the way Dexter's and the 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 way they show like Dexter's an addict just the way he's like hey I'm gonna go out I'm gonna do the field like if you don't mind. And, you know, Deb is like, no, 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 you're not like, oh, oh, oh. she says, I'll drive.
1: She and has like a little same, smirk, like, I'll drive. Yeah,
0: yeah. She's like, fine, <laughs> I'll drive. And Dexter's like, oh, what the fuck? But at the same exact time the Mike news comes that like they, they may have connected someone to Mike's killer. Just the way he like lies and completely gets undetected and is like using other stuff to get what he wants. There's just I feel like there was more addict behavior in that one scene. You don't talk about where addicts are like, Hey, I just need these $10 just to, I need to buy like groceries, whatever. And you know, they're going getting high. You know what I mean?
1: Well, it was only, there was that, and it's going to come back up, up here in a minute, but it, I'm really not trying to jump on it because I'm not trying to. Yeah, but it's going to come back up here in a minute when Deb shows up to the scene and she's like, where the fuck were you? And he's like, I was running errands. I was running errands. like, who's running errands? And then when she says, what errands? Just get off my back. Like, that's an addict. That's Mm -hmm. an addict. Like, if I was like randomly show up, like Meg was at a place, and she was like, "Where are we at?" And I was like, "I was running errands." Her first response: like, "Well, what errands were you running?" I was running errands. She's gonna be like, shut the fuck up. What errands? Like that's gonna be the right. exact response. No, no. Lines.
0: Like, what were you doing exactly? Errands. Yeah. Um, Got it.
1: Place name. <laughs> give me. <it. laughs>
0: no, but it, you're you're a thousand percent right. It's it's the, it's just the, it's the lying and manipulating to get what you want and using the other person's not naivetivity if that's a word
1: everyone Naive, operates yeah. on a,
0: we all operate on this assumption of like when my wife tells me she's going to work there's no reason else in the world i would assume she's not going to work same thing when i go to work same thing when i say i'm recording a podcast with colton there's no there's no reason for her to think i'm not now all of a sudden if i start saying i need to record this podcast outside well why like you know what i mean so right. dexter just takes that like basic fundamental you know i'm going to run an errand which Dex uh deb is not his significant other it's his sister no. right but you have a little thing in here where it's like oh um he's also a serial killer um i don't know i just like i just like that they're using this like addiction sort of thing
1: yeah well and they even kind of no i'll get into it in a second i don't want to mention it yet i'll get into it in a second
0: yeah uh, um well i i think this is where i wanted to skate into lewis for a little bit and then come back to how this is that what you were going to talk about
1: well the only other thing i was going to say was like with with uh wayne randall and all that are, are we
0: talking still about that oh uh, go ahead we're, we're, whatever which oh. way you want to take it
1: I was just gonna sit there and say because the whole with um, him like oh like you what is it you you rode that saddle or wh- whatever it was that he says, um, I was like that's also kind of the even getting into the whole her in love with him and the whole incest even though it's not technically incestuous and stuff like that, but it was also kind of a little tie in on that like they're kind of acting like a married couple and stuff so that was that was the only other thing I wanted to add on.
0: Well, no, no let's um let's get into the Wayne Randall thing quickly for a little bit. Um, something we've somewhat been skating around is uh we get this new character who's (laughs) he has a one episode arc but it brings a much larger uh episode plot He, he was in the first episode no no well no it's this episode and next episode no i'm talking about wayne randall himself
1: yeah he's in next episode
0: he died at the end of this episode i
1: thought it was next episode
0: no, he got hit by the truck at the end of I this wish, episode. Well,
1: to be fair, I watched both of these episodes back to back, so I'm getting a little bit of a mixed up. Sorry. Then it's his mom's next episode, right? That's that what I'm Oh thinking? yeah.
0: His 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 mom's in a few episodes and, okay, and okay. obviously who Hannah is. Um who? I'm t i am just <laughs> just specifically uh um about I thought it was that. I'm sorry about that. Okay. Uh don't mind Colton, he was just uh I watch internet pornography. <laughs> So we get this new sort of plot line where Rain Randall sort of grows a conscience and is confessing to some of his old kills about where exactly the bodies were buried. It's interesting that they tie this in with Dexter and kind of what he's going through with Deb. Um, Mm -hmm. You know, and, and Dexter's like sort of prying like, Hey, like what made you do this? Like, why are you all of a sudden come up to this? And, by episodes end, I'm still not a hundred percent sure. I'm not sure if this gets revealed later in the season, but why Wayne chose this exact time to do it, and eventually what we learn is to commit suicide. Mm-hmm. Um, do do you know or or not?
1: I, I didn't I get it, it
0: exactly. I didn't get it exactly, or was it just?
1: I think it's uh, just my just time done. is up.
0: Yeah, yeah, yeah. I think he was just
1: done. Yeah.
0: Okay. Um. Yeah, and and then there there's a whole. There's cool foreshadowing in terms of what Hannah McKay, who who's gonna eventually who is like Wayne's sidekick, killing all these people, um, how it's gonna get involved in this show. Uh, um, I may have this is me doing the podcast a disservice. I don't know if I re- I think I was just watching it so intently that I didn't really even take notes of how Wayne's just using his like confession and the way Dexter's trying to like use it in terms of what he's going through with Deb. And I mean, the episode ends with like everything tying together. Yeah. Um. Um. I, I guess, you know what? I guess we could do it here. When Wayne Randall jumps into the street, you mm-hmm. know, cause he does this whole thing, you know, just kind of looks up. Have you ever done that where you just sort of look up in the air and you just like fucking breathe and take in like the sun. Yeah. Like, like a calming, just like, Oh god! Like you could, you're almost like moaning, like your orgasm in orgasming, orgasming. What? You're unbelievable. Just <laughs> whatever. Just taking in, taking in, stopping for a moment and just like sort of taking in fresh air and whatever. Uh did you do you remember watching this and having a sort of like, oh shit, when he jumps yeah. in front of the truck? Yeah, me too.
1: Yeah, because I, I really thought that. Um, one, I thought Dexter was going to like kind of confess to him about like everything that he had been doing and was going to be like, this is somebody that can give me advice. And I've, obviously that doesn't happen. So, um, yeah, that we did. I, I was extremely surprised when this happened. I didn't expect yeah. it to go
0: that way. Yeah. Um, That is, I guess, let me squeeze in a little bit LaGuardia here because there's, very smartly just teasing it instead of, like, making it a whole episode. Um, LaGuerta confirms that the Travis Marshall blood slide That the blood slide she had, she found at the church was the Travis Marshall blood. And we see that she gets a, a box from the Bay Harbor Butcher investigation, which is Dexter's old bloodslides. Mm-hmm. Which is just sort of like, I wish we were in 2012, because we would be fucking having crazy theories about like what the fuck and all of this. Um, yeah. That's all I have on Wayne Randall and just mentioning LaGuardia. But then I have just the Lewis um, storyline. If you want to bring that up.
1: I just want one of those ice cream codes that Randall was having. That's all I fucking want. That thing looks so delicious. I, just the entire time I was watching this show, and I'm sorry, this is off topic so bad, but the entire time I was watching this episode, all I could think of was that swirly thing that he was eating because it's like an orange dream sickle is what I'm imagining it tastes like, and it's made with real ice cream. I'm just wanting it. That's all.
0: <laughs> so, two, so, two, so two things. Um, one, that shop, that little ice cream shop was a total pop up for the show that was made just for the show. Put oh, I'm in so man, parking. It- just put in this parking lot just to make it um, look like it was an establishment. And two, if we're going to an ice cream shop and you have your choice, are you choosing cone or a cup? Oh, cone. Oh no. I'm always choosing cup. I feel like you get cheated. You cheat. You get cheated out of ice cream in a cone. You do. If you we know, if you, if we both you put the cheated, cone, the cone makes up for it. The cone makes up for it. Right. Right. Yeah. No, I'm, I'm, I'm going, um, I'm going uh, a cup every time. Yeah, I'm not a cone guy guy at all.
1: Mm, No, especially whenever it's got, especially on a hot day when it's melted, like what he was eating. And that cone,
0: I think your fingers get a little sticky.
1: No, it gets a little bit soggy. So you're just like eating the cone. It's like a little bit soggy, but then it gets crunchier and crunchier. And then that last bite, that last fucking bite, it's got that ice cream and the crunchiest little spot on it. And it's like a little treat. Mm.
0: So good. (laughs) So good. (laughs) Oh, we have a big thing of food to get into in a second um <laughs> let's let's keep it going and and you know we we're, we have a whole season 6 and finally two episodes into season 7 we have actual development from the Lewis storyline yes so dexter this whole episode is trying to find a way to get to Lewis's place and he finally gets in there and he realizes that Lewis has been fucking with him and he's a guy i feel like this is so techie 2012 guy he has a, blo- a vlog, and he just fucking says shit I feel like that's such like a, we're gonna look back on that like oh god I guess that's youtubers today um
1: but it was but, I don't even think he wasn't even posting it was he I think this is literally just on his computer only right
0: I don't know it kind of looked like he was streaming somewhere this almost looked, well because like yeah, he
1: is, is sitting there Twitch.
0: sitting there saying like like this
1: only has 89 points of accuracy and that's true
0: I don't know. So, it just it's it's a very this is not gonna age well I guess yeah no. okay
1: <laughs> we can agree on that yes
0: yeah 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 um let me tell you something just the way I was kind of saying like the show is kind of doing the best of what they had and um you know doing the best of what they have of the Lewis storyline I I definitely think they had way bigger plans for Lewis because his whole plot just being hanging on of a thread by you know when Dexter finally you know so we get him. I love when Dexter throws him against the wall and you see his feet just do like the fucking moonwalk that oh. is a great fucking scene He's like his feet are like sliding. yeah
1: I that weird headwalk and stuff like that dude that scared me that like I <laughs> I was choking I was like watching it I went <laughs> I was like oh
0: god <laughs> um so, you know, yeah, Dexter has him up there and, and there's a point where he fucking even raises him a little bit. Mm-hmm. But if we're taking the episode at face value and we're at episode two, if this whole thing is is contingent on Lewis is upset that Dexter shit on his game. Mm-hmm. We've been giving... I'll speak for myself. You could say what you want to say. Okay. If I've been giving the episode credit which I really enjoyed this ep- I enjoyed this episode so much that I'm sort of filibustering in other spots to make up for some of the spots where I was just watching. I was just watching, taking it in, not even taking notes. If I'm going to talk about how good the rest of the episode is, I'm going to shit on the show for, this is a stupid, stupid reason for Lewis getting this upset over Dexter. It just yeah. doesn't, it doesn't, it doesn't equal what's been happening. Um, and The only thing that saves this is, I think, what we just talked about is how phenomenal and how much we both were like, I felt like I was choking. Dexter's acting, Michael C. Hall's acting, mm-hmm. how fucking lunatic he is. And just realizing after all of that, it, it, it's just about a fucking game. And Dexter says, yeah. You're a game. <laughs> like, you yeah. know, um, that's what I have on it thus far.
1: No, I agree. I agree. Like, um, finding out that this is what's going on like this is the reason because last season ended with him painting the lines and stuff
0: like that where you're just like oh shit what is about to happen sending and sending it to dexter and
1: sending it to dexter and then dexter not even knowing about it until he finds it and because of deb and then all of a sudden this is the big reveal and it's like what the fu-? like that's how i am like it's
0: a fucking game like that made Man. no sense and I think we're led to believe Lewis doesn't even know Dexter's relation to the hand. He just sent him it as a as a gag. Yeah. He, he doesn't know that he was involved with the ice. The, the, only he is the, guy,
1: telling us. the only way that I think he knows about it is because of Deb. That's the only connection that he's just like, oh, I'll send it because it's funny because his sister was dating the ice truck killer. Like, that's the only thing that I can think of that he knows. He doesn't know any other connection other than that.
0: Much like when we talk with Zach, uh, we talk with Zach and Zach gives the show so much um, backstory. I mean, I I could pull up We're always me and you are always saying here, like, hey, what the fuck? This doesn't make sense. Zach will try and tie together for us, like why this maybe could possibly maybe, maybe, maybe make sense. Um, I think you're doing the same of like, like maybe he knew about Deb and Ice. Like, you know, they definitely don't let us know in the show. Um, that's
1: true they don't like you know what yeah
0: like yeah you're just connecting just like how any any which way we know um and and something else that kind of grinds me about this lewis storyline so in a huge fuck you to dexter which we never see any the only person we've ever seen do this is jimmy Smith in season three you know dexter says i never want to see you again a couple scenes later dexter comes home and fucking lewis is in his apartment and and just Mm -hmm. fucking hanging out I don't understand why Dexter cannot say to Jamie and let everyone know this guy Lewis is fucking with my life because I said no to his video game. He cannot be here. I don't get why he can't do that.
1: Not only, okay, first off, not only is he back in his apartment, okay. Okay, this this is where I am going to shit on this show, okay? Like I said, this episode, I'm going to be the same as you. I'm about to defend myself on this because this episode is really, 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 really fucking good, right? But not only does – Lewis is scared shitless. Can you imagine if you walked in and your coworker ran it and you like what Dexter just did and he did all that? I'd be scared shitless, right? I'd be like, I ain't going to that fucking office again. I'm done with that place, like – you know, for First, I wouldn't have done what Lewis has done, but no, something like that just happened. So not only is he back over at Dexter's apartment, he touches his kid's head. Okay, I, ha- I have I have a kid. I have a daughter, right? If I was to go through all this thing and you're touching my kid's head, it's just basically like you're at that point telling me, hey, fuck you. I'm going to do whatever I want, and I'm touching your kid's head. Maybe I'll do something to them. Now, Now you're dead. That, that's it yeah. that's all that's all it is you, okay well you're dead when is it gonna happen like <laughs> no that was the dumb like that made no sense because he just showed like he was the only thing he didn't do when dexter strangled him was he didn't piss his pants that was the only thing he didn't do other than that he was a he was he was crying he was sorry and everything like that i it doesn't make any sense to me
0: i i and to <sighs> you to your point i don't get why dexter can't tell jamie like hey And maybe this is like the arrogant, sloppy Dexter. Hey, Lewis literally canceled my credit cards. He sent me this weird hand. And this is all because I said no to his game.
1: I think the reason he doesn't do that is because he's worried that one, the hand would come out in another way or something like that. And not only that, I think because he also broke into Lewis's place. And even though he broke in. And he strangled them for what I'm going to call a justified a – just, that was a justified break-in and a justified strangling. Um, he's worried that that's going to come back on him, and they're going to be like, well, why would you break into his place? Why would you do this? And that's my only guess.
0: Fair, fair enough. That makes sense. That does make sense. Yeah. that Dexter can't really just be like, well, I was in his place. And I was like, wait, what? <laughs> so um, earlier
1: today, I I pushed him across the street. It was it, across the road or the uh, the, the The room. The room. It was very nice, by the way. I was totally strong and awesome <laughs> at it. And I lifted him up thusly.
0: <laughs> yeah, no, no. I, it makes sense now. Um, but to your point where <clears throat> after after the head rub, Dexter's like, that's it. I'm going to fucking kill him. Dexter is having dinner with Deb again. And M99's her steak, which is supposed to be animal tranquilizer. That's where Deb passes out. I'm and I so literally bad. have here. I I literally have in my notes, this is literally my notes, Dex comma M99's Deb Steak dash. And I guess we have to talk about steak sauce, right? I'm I'm not going to say the next part because it's what we're going to get into. So what me and Colton are about to talk about is Dexter asks Deb for A1 steak sauce. Mm -hmm. Now, I know you're a bigger meat person than I am. I'm very limited in my meat knowledge, oh. but I'm not a uh, – meat doesn't sit well with me, so I, I just – I'm not a I big steak person.
1: That. I thought you were a really big steak person for some, for some reason.
0: Okay. No, um, but all of that to say, Dexter mentions A1 Steak Sauce, and when that happened, uh, I don't even know what it, what it's like. It's, it's like. it's like as if I had notifications set on my phone, and it just it, – it alerted me. Colton wants to talk about A1 steak sauce. <laughs> so, so the floor is yours, please. Okay, tell well, us how tell us how much you love A1 steak sauce.
1: Oh, first off, fuck A1 steak sauce. Okay. <laughs> <laughs> Second off, okay, if you're going to cook a steak, first, if you're going to cook a steak, at at the bare minimum, you need a grill. Okay? Either I prefer charcoal. I'm okay if you do propane. I'm not that big on it. I prefer charcoal. I just like it more. Okay? Now, second off, if you don't have that, such as me right now, I I can't always fire the grill up and stuff like that. At the bare minimum, if you're going to cook a steak inside, you at least have to use a cast iron skillet. If you're not going to use a cast iron skillet, you're definitely not going to use a Teflon pan like what she's using. What the hell is she using? No reputable steak place uses that. Nobody uses that. At The the lowest level thing you're going to use is a... Um, stainless steel skillet Because at Galise, you can get the stuff You can make a sauce with it and things like that I I was blown away She's cooking it on the weakest Teflon Thing I've ever seen Who, If you are listening to the show and you cook a steak On a Teflon skillet I want you to write in and I want you to defend Yourself and you're wrong But I want you to defend yourself And if you use A1 Stop listening I'm going to go ahead and speak out for, for Victor on this don't A1 is disgusting
0: if you <laughs> use I, I and again I, I preface all of this with I am not a big steak person, but I know better. There's just certain things in life that you just know, right? You just know I, I don't even know what, what, what some of those other things are. Like you're supposed to tip. If you're one of these people who don't tip, fuck out of here.
1: Oh, uh, oh and you, yeah. and you just
0: you just don't you don't use A1 steak sauce.
1: Unless I will give I will give you credit. I have used a one once in my life. Well, actually, okay. I grew up on a one. Actually, my dad always had it like for whatever reason I grew up on it. I do say that now. I have used A1 once in my adult life, and it was because I was having steak over at a friend's house and they were cooking sirloin steak and they cooked that thing till it was a medium, well overdone to the max. That thing was like eating jerky and I needed some moisture. So I was like, hey, do y'all have A1 or something? I'll even take ketchup at that point just to get some moisture into this steak. That was the only reason. No.
0: So so literally, the next line in my note that I was going to I was gonna say that I was going to hold off until we stop talking is, oh,
1: sorry.
0: I think, no, 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 it, it, it's to your point. I think A1 must have gotten some really bad press because for me, it always, it wasn't always like this growing up that A1 has gotten this terrible. Now, it just may be this thing of like, I just didn't know about it because I was younger and like, no one's going to rag on me for a 10 year old the way I eat a steak versus when I'm like 20, 25, 30. But growing up, I did use A1 Steak Sauce and we had it in my house. And we Mm -hmm. even had this shitty other brand that wasn't A1, it was something else. Um, But I I wonder if something changed within the past 10 years or if I just got older. And because I I think there was a time in my life where I wanted to use A1 and my friends were doing what we're doing, and just bashing it. And and me just being like, in my head, oh my God, I want A1. But out loud with my friends, yeah, fuck A1. That shit's terrible.
1: You know what? I'm going to do this. I am a meat person. You you know I'm a meat person. I, I enjoy a really good cook steak. The next time I cook steak, and I will try to do it between now, and it won't be next episode, but between now and one of the episodes here coming up, I will use A1. I will do it for the podcast. I will cook steak and I will have some A1 on the side. I will go. I don't have any in my fridge, obviously, but I will go buy some at the smallest bottle I could find of it and I'm going to try it. I'm actually I'm actually kind of curious.
0: And since Colton is doing that, please feel free to send your resume to diggingdexter at gmail.com <laughs> because we will need a new co-host. <laughs> no, I'm actually curious now. No, 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 I know, I know. I could I could smell it. I could taste the tanginess so of tangy. A1. It's I so haven't tangy. had it in so long it's so and it's not like because if you
1: cook a steak properly literally all i do if i'm cooking just a regular plain steak on my cast iron it's salt and pepper that's it you salt and pepper you cook it about three to four minutes on each side bam 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 done that's it it's not hard it's delicious i don't know and then yeah
0: let's um let's move on on your last episode of this podcast (laughs) uh (laughs) dexter I'm totally joking. I'm totally joking. I, I actually, if I had steak sauce, I probably would do the same thing. um I'll just forget to forget of buying. I, it. I say that at, I'm gonna forget to buy it. So I mean, yeah, yeah. We're all <laughs> so, someone out there have have a one sauce within the next few days and report back so we can block you. What's Dexter it- is feeling. Dexter is feeling these urges to kill Lewis, and much like I've been talking, uh that scene where Dexter calls Deb. There's so much that they do different this season because even when. Dexter is calling Deb and the way um the way she wakes up when the phone's ringing mm-hmm. is exactly how you wake up if you've ever taken even if like you're super tired and you wake up like your phone's ringing and you just do the thing of like you're just reaching everywhere like where the fuck's the phone mm-hmm. but they even like they've never done this in the show where like her vision is blurry yeah. and then when she gets there it is so blue everything is so blue in the um in the show, it's just it's just a, a, a shift in tone, like I've been talking about the, the whole thing. Yeah, um, mm-hmm.
1: and I don't know if you can answer this or not. Would M ninety nine work if it was injected into her steak and she's eating it like that? Because being injected into the 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 carotid obviously is different than injected consuming it in your stomach. Stup- I'm just curious. Do you know? If you don't know, tell me you don't know, and we can maybe let a fan tell us. Because that was my biggest thing is I was like, when I watched him do that, I was like, I don't think it would work the same. Um, I just don't know. It, it, I doubt it tastes like anything. I mean, it's probably like a flavorless, if anything, it maybe has an alcohol taste or something like that. But I mean, it, that's going to get dissipated throughout the steak. So I don't Let's, know.
0: Let, no, no. Uh, um let's we'll have two um we're gonna have two episodes this week you're listening to this on monday december 7th we'll have another episode wednesday or thursday yeah and by then i would hope uh people out there one you have some steak with some steak sauce on it and two you m99 right in your pasta your (laughs) sandwich whatever and report back hopefully please no one do this i don't want to be responsible for anything um i think they play fast and loose because i wonder if it knocks you out that quick and how could you Puncture someone's neck like that and not hit a sever artery. I, I I think this is magic. Okay, so follow the code. Follow the code. Okay, fair enough. I'm I'm guessing, but this sounds like something that Zach will let us know exactly the M99 caloric measurement and and what the taste is and everything.
1: He would. Um, okay, fair enough.
0: <laughs> he's well, probably, he's I-
1: probably dosed himself. Like that's fair. <laughs>
0: yeah. <enough>. <laughs> <laughs> um. I guess and last thing to sort of close out this episode, Dexter and Deb are talking here, and you know it's just this idea like, hey, like maybe Harry was wrong, maybe Dexter can change. I, I remember watching this in 2012, just being like, this conversation is not going to hold up. Like this conversation is going to go to shit. Like there's no way Dexter's just going to like heal, and it, we're not supposed to think Dexter's going to heal. Right. But you're just you're, you're you're seeing like the steps they're going through, but. What I love here is the reveal that this whole time, (laughs) Lewis is just in the trunk, (laughs) passed out. That is great. Shoved in there. (laughs) That is that is a great comedic fucking uh, moment. It's not Masuka saying you know dick and balls or whatever. It's like, okay, Deb, you're right. Opens the trunk. Lewis just fucking throws him there.
1: And the music is like classic Dexter, which I loved because it's super, it's super serious. Where he's like, look. I'm not gonna kill anybody, Deb. Just give me two minutes. And it's like yeah, this real yeah. sad music. She's driving away, and it's like na 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 na. And then all of a sudden, it's like he opens up the thing, and he's like, "Well, I gotta go get this." It's like slapstick next. <laughs> it's like da da da, da 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 And he's like, "Dude," I was like, "This is really funny." Like
0: it's yeah yeah. It's,
1: it's so good.
0: Yeah, yeah. No, I I love when he just yeah. It's such a it's such a great moment. Overall, I mean, I don't have anything else to add to this episode. My last thing I'm going to say is this was a good episode. I think part of it, part of how you can tell this was a good episode, we both started recording this episode. I mean, we're going to put this episode out within 20 minutes of what we're talking about. We both started the episode. I'm tired as fuck. I know Colton is tired as fuck. We yeah. had an hour. We have an hour in this episode. And like, I still feel like I could talk more, but I'm, <laughs> cutting, really I'm, cut, cut, I, I'm cutting myself off, but um. I didn't even realize we left an hour (laughs) and we let we left a lot out. We didn't even talk about Quinn and Kaja because I think they will matter more as we go on. Um, But that is it. That is it for me for this episode.
1: So good. This episode, like I said, I'm going to shit on episodes where that is my goal for this season. I'm not I'm not going to bitch and nitpick just every little thing like I was last season. I'm actually trying to take it in and in the. It's this, this season is making it easy. It's making it easy for me to do this because it is good. This is really good stuff. Next episode, from what I remember, I've already watched it once. I'm going to watch it a second time. It's a really good episode. Like, there's this yeah. really good stuff. This is really good writing, really good acting. I can't wait to get more
0: into this season.
1: I I said, I yeah. really don't remember Same. it. So it's so good. Yeah, that's all um, I Um
0: and, and, and on Colton's point, and this is something we've been, we've been, we talked about last episode when we recorded we are trying to figure out a way how to do uh uh, uh an online event where we mm-hmm. record an episode you guys w- listen to us you guys could write in while we're doing it if you guys have ways of doing it i think what we're going to have to do is purchase a um you know a month thing of zoom i think so and and i think that might be the easiest thing but um yeah if you have other ways of doing it that's you have to th- Keep in mind, it has to be accessible to everyone. Like Just because you use this thing, it just seems like Zoom, since we're in this pandemic and everyone's been using um, Zoom for other reasons. um, I think Zoom is going what we're going to do. We're probably aiming for sometime around December 19th, whichever episode that ends up being. We're going to record it. We'll have everyone on mute. But and then afterwards we'll fucking we'll hang out with everyone i some like shit, super nervous already talk some <laughs> <shit>. <laughs> I'm
1: like super nervous oh my god
0: <laughs> um all right so with that being said we will join you again in a couple days um, our scheduling is back on and we'll try and plow through this season 7 all together if Colton you have anything else to add nope that's it all right and we will talk to you guys later this week sounds okay. good goodbye